this podcast. This is part five of this insanely long Greek epic, the final part. And my God, there's so much yet to happen. Jason, Medea and the Argonauts are almost to Iocus. Jason impatiently waits, a little excited, a little terrified. Meanwhile, with Peleus, a lot has happened. After Jason left, he knew for sure Jason would not survive it. It was a fool's errand to go get the Golden Fleece. Wanting Aeson... Okay, so I made a mistake here on the first part of the story, and I've just got a backtrack here. Aeson, or Aeson, is Jason's father. He wasn't killed, yet usurped. My bad. A little bit of a retcon here, but I had to add it because his story is so Chad-like, I had to retell it. Peleus brings forth Aeson, two guards by his side, and two guards holding Aeson, who shrugs them off. Aeson, brother. Just say it, Peleus. You know I can't let you live. The only person to take my throne, the only one left, is you. When? Now. At least let me do one thing, as my brother. Aeson asked as the guards brought in his sacrifice. A bull. What is it? Allow me to do it myself. Very well. Goodbye, brother. As Aeson was holding the sacrifice, he took the bull's blood to his lips and said, Don't think for one second Jason won't return. He survived. I can feel it. He won't feel anything soon. Aeson drank the liquid without fear and fell to the ground. Peleus watched as the body was dragged away. Find me the mother. Jason's mother was found by soldiers, laid upon her bed, unmoving, with her infant child still crying beside her. What do we do with the baby, sire? I'll get rid of it. Jason was now finally in Iocus, ready to see his mother and father again, only to find out the horrifying truth. Jason, Jason, breathe. Leave me be. Jason, please, I want to help you. If you want to help me, you know what I must do. Let me do it. Let's plan first. Whatever you do, I will do. Surging with vengeance, him and Medea plotted. While he sailed to another island to mourn, and hide, and also dedicate a ship to Poseidon. I don't know. Medea presented Peleus's daughters with a delightful plan to help their father and them become immortal. To show them this, she chopped up a sheep and transformed it into a lamb by boiling it. This is amazing! Go find your father and you shall never worry about your crown again. The daughters did just as instructed. Jason had his revenge. Peleus was dead. 
For this, however, Jason and Medea were banished. If you ever come back here again, you don't want to know what will happen. Jason had failed his task, failed his family. Feeling defeated, they journey to Corinth. They lived happily there for 10 years, had two children together. Jason was a loving father, unusually so for the time. Although each day, Medea was judged for rumours of her being a witch. They gradually were granted favour with Creon, the king of Corinth. Medea was happy. They had kids, a family. Hera, the goddess of marriage, would be proud of Jason. Jason was content, but he couldn't shake an itch. He wanted a crown and didn't care how he got it. His quest was to him a failure, even though he received the fleece. Jason did love his children and Medea, but his greed and desire for the crown was stronger. Creon knew this and he knew Jason would be a good fit for his daughter. I only have daughters, Jason. I wished for a son, but instead I have to find a king, which isn't too bad. Where are you going with this, your majesty, if you don't mind me asking? My daughters need a husband. Are you willing to help me with that? Sure, I can find. No, Jason. You. Sir, I... Medea, don't worry about her. A mistress is normal. She is strong enough to handle that. I mean, I'm offering you this chance once. To have the crown you are owed. You were born to be a king. With those words, Jason accepted. He was born to be a king. Medea would understand, or at least he hoped. What? No, you didn't. Come on, Medea, you know me. This is what we've always wanted. It's what you always wanted. I was happy living my life like this. Are we not happy? Jason was silent. Medea looked at him with sorrow and ran to her room. How could he do this to their marriage, to their children, to her? The gods would understand. Please, Hera, please tell me you won't stand for this. And the gods didn't. They helped her come up with a little present to give to the bride. My lady, a present! The robe gifted was no ordinary robe. I mean, this is Medea and her epic revenge sequence. When the soon-to-be bride put it on, she was engulfed by flames, and as soon as her father tried to assist her, 
he too was killed by the very same. Why did you do that? Why did I? Look at what you did. You did this. You did this to me, to us, to them. Come on, Medea. Just give it a rest. I didn't love that woman. You could have been my mistress. Mistress? Is that all I'm worth? All the years? We could have been rich. You! You would have been rich! I would be more of an outcast than I am now! I never meant to hurt you like this. But you have gone too far. I did everything for you. I killed for you. You hurt me. So now I will do that what you did to me. I will hurt you. Medea, it doesn't matter who you kill, curse or hurt. You will never hurt me. And with that, Jason walked out. Medea laid on the floor, knowing Jason loved no woman enough to be hurt by her death. All his loved ones were gone. Except... Medea slowly turned around to look at her two children, tears blurring her eyes. Her heart broke into tiny fragments that day. She knew to get to Jason. She had to hurt herself. She had to kill her children. She spent hours debating, crying and sobbing. But after all that, she was just exhausted and drained. She did what she thought was right. There's a whole play about this scene, and it's messed up and always wrong. But it shows into more detail her possible thought process. I'd recommend it. It's just called Medea, so... When Jason finally came back, his heart was ripped from his chest. Medea looked at him and looked at her children lying there. This is what it feels like. This is what you've done to me. Jason looked at her. The gods will avenge this deed. The gods know who caused this. It was your betrayal. You broke an oath. My children will be buried within Hera's house. All you will be is alone. You will die alone. The Furies will find you and avenge me. I doubt the Furies will follow an Oathbreaker. And as that was said, a golden sun chariot appeared and she flew away in it. I mean, she's related to Helios, the sun god, so it's fitting. And Jason was left to watch her as he was left alone. And that's the end, or Finn. Greek myths tend to have a lesson or reason for them. And it's quite possible this story is about greed and how much will you sacrifice to get what you want. Or just don't break your oath, perhaps. 
But one thing's for certain, that was sure an insane Greek myth. See you next time.